energy. I'm going to win. <laughs> and the trans said, I'm a real boy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's only right that we get canceled the last episode gets started. What's up with being trans jokes lately, right, guys? What is up, everybody? Welcome to a new Cave Sports Football episode. Sadly, our last one for the season. But before we begin, I am your host, Proper, joined by Field the Burn. Legit Naro, Francis, and special guest chef again, Chef Boyardee. Mm. Before we begin, if you haven't already, please make your way to our website, k4v3.com slash 5p0rt5 to connect with us. And on our website, you can find a link to join our Discord channel. Um, but in order to get on the Discord channel, you actually have to subscribe to our Patreon. So subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash K4V3, where you can subscribe for a dollar a month and get a lot of benefits. So please consider subscribing to the Patreon. And also a special shout out to our sponsor, safelightcandle.com. Please visit their website so you can find all of your LED lighting needs. Um, whether it's for your home office or studio, safelightcandle.com has lights to suit your needs. So visit them now so you can stay lit. For the low, low. Magic fingers, everybody. Okay. So, like I said, this is our last sports episode. We had a we had a great run. It was fun. <sighs> but it does it's not the end. It's just it's just for the season. So um we got our beers here. We're all chilling. Raise them up. Cheers, everybody. Um thank you everybody for tuning in. Um Super Bowl is here and we didn't you know, it didn't turn out as we've initially expected. I mean, the Eagles not Making it, you know, we we get to talk about it because Francis. Every time the Eagles lose, he was never here. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk wow. about it real quick. Hey, let's keep it positive, man. <laughs> man, I mean, no, I mean, um, for for Francis though, I feel for you. That's that's terrible luck for for the Eagles to just be out of it because so much hope. But hey, now we're here. We got the Forty ers Against the Chiefs and uh, or the Swifties, as <laughs> I like to call mm. them now, because that's all they are. But uh, before we start covering the Super Bowl and start adding our preview, um, let's let's just go ahead and start recapping that conference championship weekend. Um, Zach and Naro, I know you guys were heavy on watching it, so why don't you guys walk us through how the conference weekend played out? I'll take AFC. You want? Uh, oh, I'll start at least. Um, okay. I hated it. No point. Um, uh, I think everyone was expecting the Ravens to come out on top uh, just because they've been super strong Um, and we were hoping that um, the Ravens didn't I guess pull like they have in prior seasons um, where they've been looking like the favorite and they've pulled it again they just looked uncomfortable on the offense I think that's that's really what where it came down to um, Lamar was not he was throwing the ball fine but he wasn't he wasn't doing Lamar things when it was time for Lamar to run he was trying to stay in the pocket and throw I think they were trying to be a little too strict when it came to bunkering down on during the game uh, that game and I think they kind of should have just let themselves be them um the Chiefs pulled away a win with Taylor showing up halfway through the game. Ah. <laughs> showed up and, and and everything changed. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's tough for Ravens fans. Um, haha. But um, and the Chiefs did it again. Uh, I think that uh, everybody was counting the Chiefs out. I 100,000% were counting the Chiefs out. Um, wild card weekend. 
That's not true. I thought I, I, I knew they were going to beat Miami. I was counting them out divisional round, but they they stepped up. They kind of figured their their glue out. The offense is gelling like it's supposed to now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of playoff experience, so I guess that's that's really what we're we're came down. They have a lot of playoff experience. They've been in the play. They've been in the AFC Championship for the past five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Chiefs fans, you know, enjoy your time while it's here because we know that you guys were not existing for like 30 years. <laughs> well, I mean, we could also say, and I know uh, Chef can, because he's on the Sunday Night Secret Society podcast, so you guys should check that out. But um, Taylor Swift probably showed up halfway through so she could perform some witchcraft to help the Chiefs. I'm telling you, she did. <laughs> I'm telling you, she did. She is. She's involved. We'll get into that experience and stuff. But she is. She's involved in stuff. Keep that shit away so- from Sunday. That is so crazy because immediately, like, I'm new to, to doing, like, the sports thing. I'm new just in just in general within the last couple of months. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is a sports show, right? I'm, I'm not going to. I'm just, whoosh, we're going to talk oh, about sports. No, no, and no, no. Like, You could talk about that shit. Oh, we got a little bit of experiences in here. But, I'll wait. I'll wait. We'll wait. Naro said. <laughs> oh, shit. They muted you. They oh. muted you. Oh, fucking no. Taylor Swift mute hey, you. <laughs> mute this motherfucker. Taylor said no. You're no, still no, muted, no. bro. Taylor took you on mute, man. We can't yeah. hear you. Can't hear your voice. My soundboard, dude. There my bad. My oh, soundboard go. Go. is jacked up, and it's not because I bought a cheap one. It's literally because of Taylor Swift. So <laughs> thanks a fucking yeah. lot. The Taylor Swift curse is real, everyone. It's in sports. It's, it's oh, not a Madden curse anyone's afraid of anymore. It's a Taylor curse. <laughs> Yeah, yes it is. So I mean, um, AC Championship game was wild, but um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that's ah, ooh, that was such a big. That was so tough. I felt like there was a couple things that were just a little unorthodox. This game, this one, I felt (laughs) like he made the uh, he made a correct decision. It wasn't the wrong decision, but the better decision would have been to hold on to the ball and just force your way in. Yeah. That I knew what he was doing. It's a rookie thing. He was he was really he was just pushing for it, um, and good for him. But he should have just held on to it and took the hit. Would have gotten at least the first down, and then they would have had a shot to put it in. Mm-hmm. That happened like three times this year too. Oh, here yeah. comes the witch. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh... I'll get into some stuff later about it, but. A lot of people talk about they don't like Taylor Swift being involved because they just don't want Taylor's fame and they're jealous of the fame and the fortune and blah, 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 blah. no. Actually, it took me like weeks to figure out a solid argument of why we got we as NFL fans don't want Taylor involved. I got Give it one. to us. I'm gonna I'm not gonna do it now. Uh, it's it's like a minute video, but okay. I'll make a video and I'll put it up. So all of you guys watching, watch out for this video. It's probably watch out on our TikTok. Naro's gonna be posting that heat for you guys on TikTok, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So I'll say this about that game. Um, okay. I had the Chiefs winning that game after they got past Buffalo um, because of mistakes like this. Uh, mm-hmm. In the playoffs, the Chiefs don't do stuff like this. The last time they did was against the Bengals, and we saw what happened in that game. They just they they're so confident in their offense and their procedures because they've been there before. They're very seasoned. Where they don't they don't reach for extra yards when it comes down to you know when you're this close to the end zone because they know within the next two or three plays they're going to get in anyway. So um, they 
they did a really good job of forcing the Ravens to um, not be the Ravens in this game. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I talked about that earlier in the season with, and this is not to pile on you, Francis, but um, the Jets, when they beat the Eagles, mm -hmm. the end of that game, that Eagles' offense was completely different than it was earlier in that game and from what they've done all season. Um, and the, the good teams with their defenses find ways to force the opponent to have to try something new. And continue to do that because um, they would jump in the passing lanes on when Lamar was throwing and they'd swat it down and he couldn't do that sidearm stuff. Uh, granted, he was catching passes, passes to himself. He caught that one pass. That was a crazy uh, play. It was a broken tackle away from taking it to the house. Hmm. Um, so, you know, the ball didn't bounce in the Ravens favor. But when you like to their credit, they held the Chiefs to zero points in the second half of that game. Like that's massive. And for me, like that's what gives me a lot of confidence as a Niner fan uh, uh -huh. on Sunday is because it showed that the the Chiefs can be contained. Um, but these mistakes like this and the penalty that Zay had, um, I think earlier in this drive actually, where he he stood over the dude and then pushed or he pushed him off and then stood over him, and spun the ball in his face. Like mm -hmm. those are the things that good teams don't do in the playoffs because they're disciplined and they don't let the opponent get free plays and free yards off of those mistakes so um, it was a pretty pretty clean game by the chiefs but yeah i i that's my i hate that rule more than anything in the world what, taunting? the taunting rule this is the biggest bullshit rule in the entire yeah, yeah. it's like well, I see both sides. tacky calls and, right the rule's been out for what two years now you should have known better mm -hmm. i will I say the moment too, too, though. Of, of, from a sports betting angle, too, you know, I've been saying this all season. The house always wins. Seventy uh, percent of the bets were on the Ravens. Yep. So when I saw that pregame, I was like, I'm staying away from this one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even bet. The I, put, I put up a um, a video about that uh, before this game. Um, that I felt like the Chiefs were going to win because everybody was betting because of the Super Bowl logo. Mm -hmm. Everyone's been betting on the Ravens and the um Niners to go. Mm -hmm. So the script changed so that <laughs> Vegas can get their money back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Naro, that could, it could literally be just a giant psyop, dude, because if you think about the amount of people, like I know people that don't even dig into conspiracies <laughs> at all. Yeah, you boy. They seen these these Instagrams, these TikToks, and the amount of revenue that they've made off of that is insane. Yep. Good See, point. Good point. I love it that sh I love it that Kyle's on here because he pointed out it's a psyop. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that is nice. I will say though, with this logo, um, red and blue make purple. And that was the NFC Championship game, so I mean still could have hey, been in effect. That's a reach though. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying it's, it's fun to talk about, dude. Let's yeah, you the NFL figured out that um, they can make money off of it just like the NBA did about 10 years ago. Um, that's why the NBA's refereeing has gotten so absolutely insane, and now the NFL is following behind it because they know that they can – listen, and a lot of people think that – and this is kind of off track a little bit, and I'll make it quick, but a lot of people think that in order to uh, manipulate games, they have to have everybody involved and all the coaching staff, blah, 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 this, this, and that. That's not – None of that stuff has to get involved. The players, the, I'm sure the players feel the same way as us. Like they're not stupid, but they're not involved. I don't think that the coaches are involved. I think that some of the owners are involved, but it's mostly just the people on the 
on Roger's side of the house who can pay off the refs and manipulate things for the plays to go a certain way. Mm-hmm. Because the refs are the ones that control the game. If you guys look at it, there's a lot of missed calls that should be that should have been made. There's a lot of calls that shouldn't be being made. Uh, the Niners had a couple of them, or the not Niners, the the Chiefs had a, a couple of them during the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to have everybody involved. You just need the people who control it to be involved. Let's yep. just chill real quick on uh, calling out the Chiefs for missed calls and calls that go their way because they're pretty sensitive with that when, uh, oh, I know, when right? you have owners and people calling out holding and shit from the last Super Bowl. Oh, uh, oh there it is. The people in the power. <laughs> Taylor Swift like, people. Hey, is that Mahomes <laughs> over there in the in the left? Uh, <laughs> okay, alien. All right. All right, guys, we got to run off the AFC game. We've been on it. All right. Yeah, let's let's NFC go ahead and get to NFC Championship for for feel the burn over here, huh? Hey, not going to lie. Not going to lie. Not scared, huh? They had, uh-huh. they had us in the first half. That's how we played four quarters. Zach, I asked you live bet 49ers question mark, and you said no. I was like, man, I should have. I didn't say no, bro. When I saw that, I was like, holy if, shit! Could the, the Lions fucking the Ravens, win this? If, I didn't say. I didn't say no. Hold on, I didn't say no. I said <laughs> you insinuated. Don't do it. <laughs> what did I say though? I did say something like, I don't know about all that. Yeah. Um, man, what an exhilarating game that was. That was fun this, to watch. This right, screenshot guys? brought to you by a potato. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say, who, who would have thought beginning of the season we were going to get Brock Purdy versus Jared Goff in this championship game, huh? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great, though. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Lions came out, absolutely punched us in the mouth. Um, it was it was a little rough there. Um, I'm going to be honest. I was feeling a little down uh, when it was 21 to 7. And then. Uh. Lions had the ball, they were driving, and it was right before the half, and we held them to a field goal. And I remember thinking to myself, they held them to a field goal, we get the ball at half. Like, if we can get points coming out of the half and make this a two-score game again, I think we're going to be in a good spot. And I would have liked a touchdown, but we ended up getting that field goal uh, coming out of the half, which was good. It kind of canceled out, you know, those three points that the Lions got at the end of the first uh, half. So, um and then the rest is history. You get a fourth down conversion failure by the Lions when they didn't have to. Um, didn't have to go for it. Could take in the points. And I'm honestly, I mean, my, you know, we we've we've briefly touched on it, but um, my connection with the Chargers uh, and Badgley was is is pretty cool. Um, I actually ran into him at one of the games this year. I had to I had to help escort you know the owner down to go see the Lions owner and Badger. You were an there. escort? He was, he was in practice. He was in his practice, so he wasn't even suited for the game. Um, but that was a cool interaction. So I was thinking, like, in my head, I was like, oh, man. If Badgley puts the nail in our coffin on this season, that's going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be so bittersweet. Um, but they didn't put him out there. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of his accuracy, um, you know, past 40, 45 yards is what spooked him, or it's just because that's who the Lions are. I like to think that's what the, got the Lions to that spot. So I didn't hate it, but obviously when you miss it, it's like, oh man, you should have taken the points. Um, uh, I know for Francis, for for sports betting, Francis loved going for it, right? Yeah, that was, I was. Uh, there's a lot of memes on like sports betting accounts that like Dan Campbell is one of us because he just gambles yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he's also like in that situation though like it's playoffs like i know that's yeah that risk taking gets you there but you can't you gotta take points like if you take those two field goals that's six points like who knows where this game would have been then yes. kick it off the whole game. Yep. like there's no there's no like a flip of, there's a flip of the field instead yeah. like the Niners keep the ball at that spot, so yeah. they have good field position there, and it's crazy. It's just I mean, sometimes gambling gets you in rough, tough spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is like he sticks to his guns and stuff, and to who he is, and that's like good for like the most part. But like you guys were saying, like it, you, he's done it a couple of times in the season where it's not paid off, and it, and it was cost him games, and I think it did cost him like one or two games. Right where he's he's taken risks that he didn't need to take uh-huh. to to kind of like mess up things for him, and like you were saying, it's the, it's the playoffs. It's a little bit different here. Like you yeah. have to just like get the bunker down and not make mistakes. Exactly like the Chiefs have been doing. Just like Zach was saying, get the bunker down and not make mistakes. You have to be. It's a smart play. This isn't gutsy play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and it definitely, like, for me, I said this as soon as that game was over and I started, obviously, there was a celebration when I was super stoked that we ended up winning that game. But I was thinking about, from the Lions' point of view, like, they're not going anywhere. Like, that team is good. They're coached well. I feel like they're going to learn from that and from those scenarios. I hope they don't, like, completely sway away from it because it is what got them there. It's part of that swag. Uh-huh. But um, in this game, it just it just... Caught him, you know, and and if they would have went for the field goals and missed, their fans would have been livid because it's like we've been going for four on fourth down all season. We've been going for two all season. Like, yeah, and you don't why really are they switching it up? So it's one of those catch twenty twos. Um, but everything changed when I got that ball off the face, um, bro. That was so lucky, man. That was crazy. <laughs> he catches that ball. We get down there. McCaffrey's or Purdy throws to Ayuk on third down in that drive. And it's a one-score game, and then boom, Jameer gives fumble. We got the ball back, tie game. Like, in one, 12 minutes, in 12 minutes in that third quarter, we went from from down by 17 to tied. It, just absolutely insane. Three possessions, 17 points tied up. Um, Juwan Jennings, I think we had that picture of him, him making that insane third-down catch that helped him out. And then Brock sealing the game with his legs. Um, that was awesome, too. Uh, I hope that um, that he's able to to recognize that that's going to be very useful against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But um, uh-huh. I think Brock that second half from Brock Purdy, I hope silenced a lot, or not even silenced, just quieted down the chatter on him. Um, because you know whether you think he's a lead or not, or MVP, obviously we you know we're getting the MVP, but um, or not like he's had like the two things that people wanted to see going into the playoffs from Brock was him putting the team on his back and carrying the team to a victory and leading a comeback. And he did. And Keyshawn Johnson against the Packers said that wasn't really a comeback. Well, down by 17 at halftime, coming back and winning in the NFC Championship game, that's that's a comeback. Keyshawn's just hating, man. That that was a comeback. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, that first half, I really thought, like, I was like, holy shit, the Lions got the Niners. <laughs> like, I think yeah, this dude, is it. Everybody did. People were booking flights to Vegas in Detroit, dude. Dude, I was yeah. like, whoa, freaking out. Yeah, dude. So, like, not a comeback? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, well, no, he was saying that about the Packer game. That, that oh, okay, okay. That was really okay. a comeback. 
Oh, I, this okay, week. Okay. People are spoiled by comebacks now because of what happened yeah. at the 23 Super Bowl. Um, they think that all comebacks are wild like that. It's not all what comebacks are. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, man. Kardashian had a nice ticket. comeback story. Nine inch punch ticket, huh. another Super Bowl. Ray J, Ray J came, came on her back, right? <laughs> that's a sex tape joke. <laughs> hey, he hit it first. He hit it first. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey, give it, give it like six months, dude. Maybe longer. We'll see if uh, we'll see if there's a proposal going on. But there's going to be like a, a Swifty and Kelsey fucking. Uh, oh, guys, don't talk about it. They're talking about it at the Super Bowl. They've already yeah. talked about it. <laughs> They're talking about how if the if the Chiefs win, there's going to be a proposal at the Super Bowl. Oh no! I'm talking Please. about if the proposal goes down, there's going to be like a sex tape uh, tape leak. Oh, and who's nah. going to want to watch that? No one's going to want to shoot me the leak when y'all get it. <laughs> Very long back. Drake. <laughs> oh man, don't even get me started on Drake. Drake trending over Super Bowl weekend. More like right. Super Dick Weekend. Don't oh. worry about it. Look at it. Oh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. What a, what a good championship weekend. It definitely it was. It was a good was championship fun, right, weekend. Guys? It had the drama yeah. we needed to kind of. It wasn't like that. You know, I mean, we've seen how many conference championships where it was so one sided. I was like, all right, we're in. But this yeah. one was good because, I mean, like, what? Like the Ravens week. were super expected to go, but the Chiefs. Upset them, and then the 49ers We thought they were done in the first half, like it was over. And here they come back, and like like Zach said, um, Brock Purdy using his legs, sealing that game for him. Who would have thought? I mean, it was a great uh, championship weekend, in my opinion. I think we can all agree on that. Um, yep. So we have a great. I I honestly think we have a good Super Bowl in front of us. That's you know this weekend. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited to see how that one turns out, but. Um, We'll, we'll get to our Super Bowl picks and predictions and all that, but today the NFL honors um, went down, and I know Naro was watching it. So, Naro, I want you to kind of just walk us through those awards and everyone just kind of chime in on who you think should have won it or if that award was deserved. Yeah, buddy. Keegan Michael Key was the uh, the host. It was uh, He did a good job. It was really funny. He attacked the Panthers in the beginning of the show. I thought that was dumb. He's, he literally said... Taylor Swift in Tokyo, the only thing farther from going to the Super Bowl than Taylor Swift as the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I was, I was, damn. Yeah. I was like, no, uh, just I should have wish I watched it, but hey. In a magic uh, trick, and he was not happy. I thought that was funny. Oh, man, also looked like he was on something, but we'll look into that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, it was a, it was good. Uh, a, a lot of uh, it was kind of like an all around uh, honors. Some awards where people didn't really expect to get them, and some uh, were kind of obvious. The offensive Player of the Year, I think that was well deserved um, from um, Christian McCaffrey. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did have a tough fight against him though with Tyreek. Um, was definitely uh, good, and I think um, Dak would have made it good. Um, um, uh, a fight for it as well because he was also in that category. He was in the MVP in that category, whatever. Um, because Dak had a really good year. Um, but yeah, good for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the Niners got a couple of awards, so good for you, Zach. Hell yeah, brother! Yeah, was- McCaffrey offensive player of the year. Yeah, brother. 
Uh, defense player of the year. I'm very against this. Um, my okay. So Miles Garrett definitely is, is an amazing defensive player. He is a all star elite athlete and uh, attempted murder. I mean, all star elite athlete. <laughs> um, so I Damn. I will never knock that. I will never knock that. DJ is just on a different planet. Hmm. He's just that much better. My personal opinion, and not that I'm a Steelers fan, obviously everyone knows I am, but not just because I'm a Steelers fan, but if you look at it, everything points to DJ winning the Defensive Player of the Year. This is my my opinion. This is the second time he's got snubbed. He should have won against um, Aaron Donald four years ago. I'll let that one slide. Uh, this one was baffling, like, like because everybody talks about stats, uh-huh. just, the stats weren't even kind of close. Yeah, but I think this was just a hey, sorry we had to drug test you so much. Here's your award. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry for all the shit we put you because through. Because Miles um, Garrett gets so many like random drug tests. <laughs> I think it was like right after everything too. Yeah, so I was like, hey, sorry we had to random drug test you every fucking game. So here's your award. I, I personally think the Browns, you guys are going to see some more coming up. The, the Browns got a couple of other awards. I think that they were just giving the awards out to the Browns this year. Uh-huh. I'm not knocking any of the people who won the awards. I just feel like there were people in that category who would have done better. But uh-huh. that's my opinion on this one. Anyone else got an opinion on the player of the year? This is such a random award for fucking Joe. I did not expect him oh, to get this. Fuck- I thought Jared Goff would get this shit. I thought yeah, it was thought- too. Jared Goff, Demar Hamlin. I thought Hamlin was gonna get it. Demar Hamlin, I, I get it. I get that part right. But the man literally died on a football field and decided that he was gonna come back and play again. Well, a lot of conspiracy theorists would have to disagree with you and tell him that's a body double. Yep. 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 The tattoos aren't there, man. The tattoos aren't there. (laughs) There we go. Put them on game, Kyle. Just put them on game real quick. This is yeah. This is this is not sponsored by Pfizer. Okay, not sponsored by Uh Pfizer. Oh, Travis Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I mean, Joe Flacco, good for him. Um, Comeback Player of the Year. Um, There were some other people in that category that I think could have definitely gotten it as well. Throwing nine interceptions and throwing an interception to lose your um, lose the season, or whatever. I am you, but he did do a good job. He got the um, uh, Browns to the um, playoffs and Kevin he as well playoffs. Um, playoffs. Kevin Stavansky is the uh, coach of the year. Um, mm, okay, I get it. He had five. He had to run through five different starting quarterbacks this year, um, and somehow they still came out. But that was just because their defense is really good. Yeah, but I mean, I think that should have gone to Campbell. Um, I think it should have gone to Campbell too. I feel like everyone felt that Campbell was the win. He should have gotten that. Um, the Lions did way better than anybody expected this year. Hell yeah! Decent season last year, and this year they had fantastic season. Um, he did a really good job, and so that was my personal pick. Um, but AP says otherwise. Um, I know uh, Zach had a, an argument for uh, his man over there. All right, Stroud boys, Stroud boys. So, yeah, let's, let's go back to that to that coach of the go year slide. The but year. then I want to get into the Stroud boys. Stroud boys, uh, man, that felt really good. All right, so here's my thing with coach of the year, um, and also MVP. 
if if you have all this all this talk about Purdy, right? And if he's not the MVP, okay, mm-hmm. then you have to give credit somewhere else on the Niners, right? Okay. So then that, to me, by default, is either you're going to give McCaffrey the MVP, or you're going to give Shanahan Coach of the Year, because mm-hmm. by the like the logic of it, like if you're going to give the number one offense in football, usually that's where the MVP usually comes from, right? It's a quarterback. So but yeah, I mean, so it's either Brock or, or McCaffrey. Which spoiler alert, neither of them won. But then, so then Shanahan is the one that's behind all the success. And so, how do you not give it to Shanahan? Um, I get Stefanski is. I mean, what he did with Cleveland obviously has two two other award winners here. Um, got to the playoffs, uh, lost to the offensive rookie of the year. Um, but like he turned that whole franchise around. Uh, I think Schwartz has a lot to do with that. And I think Schwartz did win assistant coach of the year. Um, so kudos to him because he deserved that. Because that team, like, I mean, obviously, had the Niners their first loss this season. Mm. So they were definitely the most improved. But for me, it's like, if everyone's going to be downplaying Purdy, and then you're not going to pivot and say that McCaffrey's the reason. If you're going to say McCaffrey's the reason why the offense is so good and why Purdy's so good, then he's the MVP. And if neither of them are MVPs, then you got to give coach of the year to Shanahan. Like, just by logic, you know? That's how I feel about it, but... Your argument makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, I mean, yes, it makes a lot of sense. But I think the way what they've been doing with this coach of the year award because this happened with Tomlin a couple of years ago with the whole Ben Roethlisberger being out to deal. I think what they the way they've been going with this award lately is it's been mm-hmm. a team that's faced a lot of adversity and still been able to come through. That's sure. their, that's their their logic behind it, which I understand. But that's why I feel like that the Lions should have. That's why I feel like Dan Campbell should have had that. Because mm-hmm. he wrecked the whole year after the Lions. Yeah. Like, it's the Lions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, th- I had a zero win it. season. <laughs> yeah, on our on our our pre-show little thing that we had. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's like. Or D'Amico yeah. Ryan, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's a good We're going to see the, off, the, the, the freaking rookie of the years. Mm-hmm. But, like, like he. Oh. Rookie coach of the year for sure, but definitely most of the year. Turning the Texans around like that after them dying after Deshaun, the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Like they won the division too. They won the division and they were put in the works on people. Like it wasn't like like when the so in the beginning of the year, the the Texans beat the Steelers, and I was like, damn, bro, we lost to the Texans. And then (laughs) as the season went on, I was like, okay, we lost to the Texans. Yeah. yeah, it's just the Texans that get a happy ending like Deshaun Watson usually does. So, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just touching on Stefanski real quick. I mean, yeah, coach of the year, cool. I mean, the Browns have been the shittiest team for how long, right? I mean, but next year, what's what's Stefanski's success? I just don't see them. I think Browns are just going to be whatever again next year. So depends on shorts. Watson's the truth, like everyone says that he is. I don't. He is not. He had three, four good, three good seasons, at, in Houston. Uh, I don't yeah. think Sean Watson is that guy. I think they yeah. need to. They paid him all that money. Let let him stay. Whatever. That's true. Well, I think we gave Stefanski enough airtime. So let's go on ahead and no. move on to the Stroud boys. All right, I'm gonna let you take this one, Zach. Go ahead. Yeah, this is Zach's. Oh here. man. So I actually. I went back and I watched a little bit of our preview episode and our draft episode and, and said it a few times on this show. 
Uh, Shroud, to me, was the best quarterback in this draft class. And uh, he has the award now to back that up. Um, dude. I mean, like we just said, what, you know, talking about D'Amico, like, obviously Stroud's a big reason to do with that, too. Like, he led that team and, and was the quarterback of that team and, mm-hmm. and accomplished incredible things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people were talking about him being, like, number one or up there with number one fantasy keepers as, at the quarterback position in one year, like, for dynasty leagues. Like over, you know, all the usual suspects, you know, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Lamar, Hertz, like just from his play this year and how they did. And they ended up getting the four seed, won the division, which everyone, I'm pretty sure, unanimously had. I think we did, uh, Francis, we had Jacksonville winning that division. Yep. yep. Like no question. I think we sped through that, <laughs> through that division. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and dude, like, uh, he, it he just breaks off the Browns. Yeah. In the playoffs, yeah, and, destroyed and in the them. Of the game, they were they were in the beginning of the division round. They were giving the Ravens a run for their money. Yeah, they were. Yeah, now, that first half. half was close. Um, and you know we 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 laugh at some of the ridiculous shit I say on this on this pod <laughs> and on this show uh, with my predictions. Uh, hashtag Giants did not win the East. I was so confident about that. Super confident, like the Giants are gonna be. I was so confident about that. So yeah, shout out to CJ Stroud for for validating that. Um, well, I mean, Tommy got a. Did you guys see Tommy got the uh, celebration of the year? <laughs> Who did? I didn't even know. Tommy the Wait, there's a celebration of the year. Uh, <laughs> I think they just made it up for him. Um, so, so, so the Giants won something. But the Giants won something. His celebration of the year was, was really and with cool. the Gabagool. You got to do this whole show with your Italian accent now, Naro. So, uh, I mean, I can do the rest of the show if you want. <laughs> All right, next up. Okay, so offensive rookie of the year was fantastic. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go back down south to Houston. Go for the Texans. <laughs> Ryan, man, you know what? How's your mother? Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> um, and we were just talking about him, and, and we're kind of just getting into this. And um, and if you want to touch on the next two slides too, those are those two. They they killed it, man. They um the the Texans really really um jumped out. Um, defensive rookie of the year. This one was a little bit of a harder category. I feel personally for it to be judged. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot closer in this category than I feel like some of the other categories where you know that there was like a definite winner. Um, because you got old boy from the Cowboys who set a record for pick sixes this year. Um, oh, Jalen yeah. Carter from the Eagles was nice. Jalen Carter did absolutely fantastic. There the Eagles, go for Junior did really it was is just an absolute clamp as a um, as a um, uh, as a corner. Like it was a from the Lions too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? The so, it, was, it was a really good job from from all around. From the, I mean, this was a really good rookie class overall. Yes. Like we've had some bust rookie classes, even even with Young and Richardson. And hopefully, Richardson gets back to yeah. health. 
But even with Young, I feel like Young didn't do a terrible job. He just didn't have the right yeah. around him, right? Uh-huh. Um, well, Levis just, did good too. What? Yeah. Well, Levis. Well, Levis. Puka. Yeah. It wasn't like it was Puka. a really Puka. good Puka. The freaking man, dude. Yeah. He got. I don't think he got snubbed for offensive rookie of the year because no. Or definitely goes to CJ Stroud, yeah. but for him to break the both rookie receiving records, the 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 catch records and the and the yard records, that's yeah. freaking insane, dude. And I know it kind of like sucks when we talk about like people getting hurt and stuff like that, but none of that would have happened if Cup was healthy. No. It probably yeah, that would happen because they wouldn't have. Well. <laughs> Hear me out. They had to find someone to replace Cup for the time yeah, being. Exactly. They looked and, and Nakua stepped up. Yeah, because Nakua only came in because Cup was out. Because Cup was out. Without that, well. it, it wouldn't have relied on Puka as much. So Fair. they wouldn't have been able yeah. to see that maybe until later in the season. If exactly. Cup was there those first five games, it would be harder for Nakua to yes, get those now. yards and catches. Yeah, it would be harder for him to have that opportunity for sure. Yeah, yeah. so um, there was it was kind of like that yeah. silver lining in that Cooper Cup injury, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Well, I mean, Texas. both top five picks. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do when you get two top five picks. Like and you're supposed you, to produce this. Organization did the right thing this year. They brought in the right people. They made the right decisions. This is a young team, and it is going to go far. This is the same team, the same franchise that had Deshaun Watson as like the next big thing. Said, "Nope, you're out of here." Yep. Sent him to Cleveland. Brought in uh, Casario from New England to come in and take over because there was no room for him to. Prog- and now I'm now you look at New England, and it's like, oh man, imagine if he would have stayed there. Yeah, right. Um, they bring in D'Amico. Which shout out like I just saw something the other day that said like owners are frustrated with how many compensatory picks that the Niners get from their coaches signing elsewhere. It's like, look, this is why like we're losing good staffers. Stop hiring our coaches then. Like I don't tell you, um, but yeah, shout out to Houston and Stroud here with this graphic. That's a pretty pretty solid That's list there. Insane. That is Ohio a good list. Street? 2016, yeah. 2017, 2019, Brothers on there. Yeah. 2023. Show this shit to Danny because he believes every Ohio State fucking player sucks. <laughs> Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Danny. Abra. That's wow. crazy. They made- That's why he's not on the show. Like, <laughs> Niners on there. Like, Ohio State may not be like. When it comes to football, they're, they, they, they're obviously competitive every year. But they just mm. don't they can't finish as well. But they produce mm. players, man. Mm-hmm. Iowa State produces players. Yep. Yes, they do. It's a factory over there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Rest in peace, guys. Anyway. <laughs> what else um, have we got? What a, oh. Oh, there you go, Nara. Man of the year. This is all yours, Cameron Hayward. Dude, good for it, Cam, man. I mean, they he's been nominated six times for this award. Six <laughs> Times, bro. He finally got it. Good for Cam. He didn't. I, I think he's been. He said he's not going to retire this year. He's gonna. He. I think he's got maybe a year, two years left in him. Um, I think he's more of a uh, a role model guy. But finally, man, the guy gets to wear the Walter Payton Man of the Year award jersey. 
good for him. He's got like is he has under his um, Hayward House umbrella, he's got twelve organizations of all different types of nonprofits. <clears throat> also that, for money laundering. Mm-hmm. I was actually just thinking about, uh, uh, about that earlier today. I was like, damn, there's gotta be a way. But I don't I don't think that everyone's in there for that. I don't think that he's involved in there for that, but get your hunter right. They definitely do that. <laughs> why they push it so much. That's why the NFL pushes it so much. So non profit is profit. <laughs> but um hey, good for good for Cam. Steelers also got two other small awards, um, Angry Run of the Year, Angry Run of the Year, um, and uh, most sacks on the season. We'll get into that later. Uh, but good for Cam Hayward, man. That's awesome. There it is. You know, okay, hold on. Before we start on this, MVP, right? But he had stats identical to fucking Josh Allen, which was fucking crazy to me. Josh Allen had a decent year, too, other than his interception issue that he has. Josh mm-hmm. Allen is just set a record this year for... Like first quarterback to get a certain amount of like running and throwing court uh, touchdowns or some crazy something like that um, in like a four three four year span. Mm-hmm. I when we get into the MVP talk, I I feel like this award personally, I feel like it doesn't necessarily go out to the statistic side because we've seen in the past it hasn't. It's like um, popularity. I I don't think that either. I feel like that the MVP award. I feel like that the the picks are definitely on a popularity level, but mm-hmm. I think what they do after that is they take who is more of a influential role on that team. Oh, I yeah. think is where they look at it because yeah. Brock Purdy had a great year and had great numbers, but not saying that he's not the most influential role on that. Not saying that he's not an influential role on his team, but he. I wouldn't say he's the most. Obviously, McCaffrey makes a big difference. Obviously, there's a lot of receivers that make a big difference. The, the Niners have a full squad that's that's solid, right? Um, who else was up for it? Dak, Dak <laughs> a solid team. Um, the Ravens had a decent team, but I don't feel like without Lamar being there specifically, that team would not have gone as far without him being at the helm. Because Zay Flowers is good. He is. He's a he's a really good receiver. And Mark Andrews is obviously a solid tight end. But other than that, who are their weapons? They don't have running backs. Their running backs are mediocre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have their second OBJ's whatever now. receiver is OBJ, who's washed up. Well, OBJ is also washed up. He's also banging another washed up girl, Kim Kardashian. Ah. <laughs> Uh, uh, There's too too many Kim Kardashian references on the show, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. We we definitely hit our quota for the year. I know what I've watched before. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Um, That's just my opinion on it. I feel like the MVP usually goes to the quarterback on the best team during the regular season, which it always does. Which was the Ravens this year. So, right. I mean, during the regular season, they probably if the if the Niners beat the Ravens in the regular season, I think it would have went to Brock Purdy. But since that's so crazy beat, to say, well, that's what the MVP last year. It wasn't like, it doesn't even make sense? Like, because he had one bad game. Like, 
Yeah. He doesn't get MVP. Jalen Hurts <laughs> wasn't the MVP runner, and he was the best quarterback last year. Who won last, last year? Oh, Mahomes did. Mahomes, Mahomes won MVP. Won, Mahomes won. Yeah, Mahomes. Was definitely not the best quarterback of the best team because the Chiefs were the same as we talked about it this year. We didn't. No one thought the Chiefs did mediocre last year compared to what they used what they do. So obviously, winning the Super Bowls would be different. But I don't. I just and uh, I understand what you're saying. I don't think so. I just I don't. I he Lamar Jackson out of everyone in that in that category. Maybe Christian McCaffrey, but again, it's hard because I, I feel like I understand where you're coming from, Zach, with the Niners, but it's really yeah. hard to dif- dif- differentiate those guys because of how many big fucking excuse my language, big players are on that offense. That uh, offense your offense is stacked. It is the most stacked offense in the league. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. It is. It's the most stacked offense in the league. So it's yeah. hard to say that, hey, this guy was more influential than this guy mm. on that on that roster. Fair. It's a fair it point. Pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will counter that with – actually, I can't really counter that. Because Ayuk wasn't on the team, Trent Williams wasn't on the team, McCaffrey wasn't on the team when Garoppolo was there. Because it's the same offense, but different pieces. Mm-hmm. And Purdy clears Garoppolo. When it comes to quarterback play for that, I do, I do oh, yeah. need that. I don't, and that's not a knock on like Brock Purdy at all. I think that Brock Purdy is yeah. a good quarterback. I really do. I don't believe any of the those the people who talk about how he's not like Cam saying that he's the best person on his team. Whatever, blah blah blah. I don't believe that at all. Brock Purdy is an essential part of that team, but it's just it's really hard to separate it with so many big guys on that team. Yeah, he's especially not, when another he's not one a superstar pieces. quarterback. So. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when another one of his pieces is also nominated for MVP. For MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, they both did win uh, players. They, they kind of made up for a little bit. Little yeah, bit. The, the air player of the year and the ground player of the year both went to both of them. Yeah. I get you. I'll, yeah, I'll, I mean, uh, Brock Purdy is a, a great quarterback, like you said. I, I agree with that. But I also think he's a complimentary quarterback for the 49ers with everything they have there. He, I mean... Sure, they could have a superstar quarterback on that team, but you know he he works for that system, and so that's that's why he flourishes in that system. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what else, what else awards there were. So, so were there any more awards? Real quick, I'll run them real quick, real 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 quick. I don't even think okay. you have it. So, okay. um, after all the main awards, we get into TJ Watt the Deacon Jones Award, which goes to the most sacks of the year. Um, okay. Won like the past like five years in a row. Um, Brock Purdy uh, was the Air Player of the Year. Joe Cardona is the Salute to Service. Um, Bobby Wagner was the Art Rooney um, something Player of the Year. Um, Stevie Lamb uh, had the best NFL play of the year. Um, Jim Schwartz, Assistant Coach of the Year. There's another one. Um, and then C-Mac was the ground player of the year. And then there's a, there's another category that they just started this year. It's not like a huge thing, but it's the angry run of the year because of that one guy who's got a segment on the mm. – Kyle Brandt. Right. Yeah, 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 where he's, he runs his angry run every week. Um, so I think this is the second year that they've done it. Um, and Najee, Najee Harris won that one because he beat the hell out of the Seahawks. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know what I think they should add to these awards? Bust of the year. Oh, that'd be so wrong. <laughs> that'd be 
Yeah, it's funny as hell. And I think we all agree. Can you know? We don't need to say it, but I think we all know who probably would get that award. What team would get that award? Uh, yeah. Don't 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 start. It. Don't start. It. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, man. So the, the come Cowboys. On, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, because we all saw that one coming. That's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I we can, let's add that to it. So we were talking about um, uh, doing this next year, doing our own picks, right? Um, yeah. We can add that to our picks next year. Shoot, bust of the year. We can all add that to Yeah, our- for fun. The Cave Sports Bust of the Year. There we go. That'd be <laughs> brought to you by Ray J. <laughs> bust a nut of the year. <laughs> I forgot, sorry, I just feel like that's where you were going there. I, you know, you took the words right out of my mouth. So, yes, I was going with the Ray J busting nut of the year. So, this is fun when we're drinking. We're just fucking letting loose. Anyways, yeah. So, with all the the NFL honors out of the way, it's time for what we're all waiting for. I mean, it's coming Sunday. Um, Zach, I know you can't wait, but let's go ahead and let's get this Super Bowl preview. Yeah. Zach, come on, walk us through this preview. This is this is your stage right here. You got the background going on. You're fucking ready. Let's go. I am ready. Um, <laughs> I've been ready since the third quarter of the NFC Championship game when <laughs> Niners tied it up, and I was like, "All right, here we go, boys." Um, so, instant instant thought after the NFC Championship game was done because we already knew the Chiefs was in there was there's too much hate going on with the super bowl um mm. i'm i found myself in a weird spot where i was like I, i'm big on like i hate rematches i hate seeing the the same thing again um but the only difference is when it's my team um <laughs> so that was that's what that's what got me out of that funk um these are two completely different teams than when they met four years ago oh four, yeah three whatever three years oh, ago 100 um that you know, like like I just mentioned, the Niners. I was gonna say how it's the same offense. So you know, Purdy doing what he's doing with the same offense. Um, then what Garoppolo did was a big deal. But the pieces are different. You got McCaffrey in there. You got Trent Williams in there. Uh, you still got Kittle there. Ayuk is in there. Um, the defense is different. Sherman's not there. Uh, you know, Ward's in there. Nick Bosa. I think um, Debo was there last time, was he? Debo was there. Debo was a rookie. Yes, he was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they had Mostert there. Most of the time. Oh, yeah, really. yeah, Nick Nick Bosa was a rookie. Um, mm-hmm. that, there's an iconic, not not iconic, but this very viral thing that's going around with Kittle where he was sitting there looking at the scoreboard at the end of the game and was like, I will be back here. Now we'll be back here with the venue. Um, then you, you get into this stuff right here, like this graphic, of at least from the Niners side. McCaffrey, Shanahan, Oakland, and... Um, Greasy. Uh, those names were all on, you know, the the Broncos together, but now you got the two kids in Shanahan and McCaffrey with the two players that were on that team. Wow! Um, they all reunited right here for the Super Bowl, which is kind of yeah, cool. That's why uh, there's the Broncos there's some pretty crazy. There's some pretty crazy story, like our uh, family connections. Uh, you know, yeah. there, I think there was something big that happened today in wrestling with with the bloodline, the bloodline right here too in the NFL. Is is alive and well. Um, do this for Jerezy behind the scenes, real quick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> man. So, like, once you get into the storylines, obviously, I know we we've been talking about it all season. And we love talking about it here in the cave. Uh, Taylor Swift's got a huge presence in this game. Uh, oh. Apparently, a huge presence in the game in the AFC Championship game. 
uh, you know, whatever you think about her, I still say, and I stand firm on it. She's good for football. The eyeballs that have been attracted to the game in this season. Um, obviously, my daughter's not old enough, but seeing, you know, other dads talk about how, like, their their wives and their daughters are now watching and they're talking about this stuff. Like, that's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Um, and it, they don't even show her that much. They only show her for, like, what, 40 seconds on the TV breakfast? Yeah, about every time fucking Kelsey gets a catch. Ah, nah, that's I a 40 seconds. for that. It's 40 seconds. What do you got, now? Okay. That's fine. They only show her for a certain amount of time, a total of two minutes for the whole season or something like that, right? 33 how seconds. Times, how many times do they show other players significant others after they've done that? Well, I mean, many, to be fair, they're not as famous as Taylor Swift. That's my point. Even they don't even show other celebrities that much. That well, I mean, they don't show Sierra, which is true. I mean, Sierra, Russell Wilson, they don't really. But I'm like. Right, and I'm not against celebrities being involved in the sport at all. I'm not okay, but I hate when they take over a sport that they're not even involved in. Like Shay Jackson, okay. Like okay, like uh, like okay. <laughs> uh, years ago with Toronto, and Drake was all involved in the freaking the um, the finals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could. I was so irritated with that. Go away. We're, we're not. This is not about me. This and he about- airballed a three pointer. I mean, Drake is still today. I understand what you're saying. Where it brings people into the sport, I get that. I, I don't because yes, I've been seeing a lot of videos where people are actually liking the sport now, and they're not just watching it for Taylor. They're actually liking the sport. But that's a small handful, dude. It really is. When you think about it, it's it's a small handful. Most of those Swifties are not – they don't care about any of that. I guarantee you when Taylor and Kelsey break up, they're not coming. When? Yeah, when? Yeah. Come when. on, dude. A- <laughs> Come on, dude. Five, you know what? You know what? When they televise the Kelsey and Swift wedding, Zach's going to be fucking watching that shit. I already hey. know it. Just <laughs> <laughs> invited. There's going to be a Hulu special. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> it's money grab for the NFL, too, because Taylor Swift herself has the same amount of fans in uh, as a rounded number as the NFL. That's mm-hmm. crazy, right? So they're not going to miss their chance to have all of those people tune in for the Super Bowl. This will be the most watched Super Bowl in history. Right. But I've already seen and talked to a lot of people where they are not watching this game. A <laughs> lot of people are not watching this game. <sighs> Super Bowl preview turned into a Taylor Swift brand. Hold on, give us a second. You know what's also yeah. annoying though? The the whole Travis Kelsey, like he's getting all and they're calling the fade. Which I've been you I've been getting for the longest time since I can remember. I know Francis has been getting the haircut fade. Mm-hmm. You know, they're now saying, "Have you seen these fucking articles saying that people now want the Travis Hel- Kelsey haircut?" And they're crediting him with the fade. They're crediting him with the fade. They're saying he came up with it. And then the funniest comments I saw, I was like, come on, man. You're really going to take away the fade from black people on Black History Month? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, the best fade I ever got the first time was from a black barber. So that's wild that they're giving Travis Kelsey. They're saying he invented the fade. And then there was a, on the news, they're saying, 
everyone across the world. I talked to bar like I'll pull up the video, I'll send it to the group. But there, this guy was saying on the news that barbershops are completely flooded now with people asking for the Kelsey fade, bruh. Shut the fuck up. Sounds like Travis Kelsey and his relationship with Taylor Swift is good for small businesses. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Zena LaVey. But except the thing is, Zena LaVey is still alive. So (laughs) never seen her in my life. Kyle, chime in. Come on. Come on. Chime in on this one. Yeah, man. So the the slide prior uh, that was up with all the kind of coincidental dates oh, right there. I mean, okay. oh, no, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Okay, so Taylor was born on the 13th of December. Oh, God. That's my dad's birthday. He turned 13 <laughs> on Friday the 13th. Oh. Her first album went gold in the U.S. in 13 weeks. Yep. She just won her 13th Grammy, and she announced her new album entitled 13. Yep. It's Super Bowl 58, 5 plus 8, 13. She's been to 12th. 12 Chiefs games this year. The Super Bowl will be her 13th. Niners are the one seed. Chiefs are the three seed. Uh, Chiefs are playing the 49ers. Four plus nine is 13. It's on February 11th. Two plus 11 is 13. And the Tokyo Uh, flight. If you subtract 13% from 100%, it leaves 87. 87 is Travis Kelsey's number. Uh, So they complete each other. Hmm. This quarterback of the Niners is number 13. Oh, they're stretching. hats on, everyone. Like, that should be like, Hold on. She's flying from Tokyo to Vegas, which is a 12 and a half hour flight, but with customs, rounds up to 13. Customs in 30 minutes? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, 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 fuck. yeah right. Oh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her favorite movie is 13 Ghosts. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm about to bet that Kelsey gets fucking 13 catches in the Super Bowl. Dog. <laughs> he gets 13 touchdowns. You see 13 on the Super Bowl, like, on these prop bets, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to take those, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, is, is that not, though, is that not, just to touch on this just for a second, is that not, like... Weird? A little... Is that not a little, just a little tiny weird? Like, I... I try to use the most discernment as possible, and I'm a conspiracy theorist, truther, whatever you want to call me. We're not and I try. Anymore. We're alternate thinkers. There you uh, go. There, you go. there we go. On and I try podcast. not to, like, I try not to jump the gun on things, and I still do it. And I'm like, fuck, dude, there's aliens everywhere at Miami. But <laughs> right, was was something like this. And I, I later retracted or redacted that statement. But when it comes to things like this, like this is just really, really, really odd. That's weird. The right? amount of 13s. And you you really don't have to do a bunch of like division. I think there was one that Zach had mentioned at the end. Uh, uh, if you take 13% out of 100, you're left with 87, right? I think that's the most complicated yeah, uh, math. You know what I mean. Like it's the biggest. Reach. This isn't this isn't Common Core here. You know what I mean. It's pretty plain and simple. A little bit weird. And then yeah. you got like Taylor Swift also brought was kind of brought up by Tim McGraw from her song Tim McGraw, and then mm-hmm. Tim McGraw just passed away a few days ago. I don't know. That one doesn't have like a, a that I found like a number association. But and I'm not super huge into gematria. I, I I don't it's not that I don't agree with it I just don't know enough about it to really speak on it but anyhow mm-hmm. end of the day 
my vote will be that's very, very, very odd. Very mm. odd. It is very odd. Very, yeah. uh, you know, you could argue coincidental, but it's just, it's just fun to talk about. It yeah, is. I mean, it gets the people going, right? I mean, Taylor Swift <laughs> is Taylor Swift's doing a lot of things. She's making people mad about football. She's making people look at conspiracy theories. <laughs> I just think it's pretty funny, though, that like it was heavily rumored. <laughs> there is. <laughs> it was heavily rumored and highly sought after that they wanted her for this halftime show. And she turned him down, so they went to Usher, and she's still going to be there anyway. Like that's hilarious to me. Or Usher is ushering in something new. Usher's gonna, he's gonna do, he's gonna come usher in some. I don't know. He's gonna walk out in the middle of the damn halftime show. That's it. I'm not doing it. He's <laughs> got two extra minutes this year. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna look up that crazy alien guy right here. Okay, real quick. <laughs> alien walks down in the middle of the freaking halftime show. And she does a freaking yeah. performance. I will, I will turn it off. <laughs> aliens, man. You know, you just look like Wolverine's crack addict cousin. So, Hugh <laughs> 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 Jackman will be proud. He would be proud. Just Listen, saying. If the Niners do it, they will do a two P. Okay, so they're not the Niners. Two P. If the Chiefs get it, they'll get a two P. Well, they'll get a, they'll get their third in four years. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be a TP. <laughs> you mean a repeat? <laughs> it's now a two P. Uh, that's a callback, baby. Oh, that's Whoa. fucking cute. That's real oh, fucking cute. Usher and Lil Nas X. Lil Nas Sex. It was apparently Super what he's trying cute. to convey with his. I don't realize he was that tall. Look at and look at. He's got the two in the pink and one of the stink down there on that right arm, that bottom right arm. Get yeah, come on. Both of them oh, were God. banged by P Diddy. So, oh boy, that's <laughs> how we got canceled. Who that is? Kyle. Who Kyle that is? on the bus. On the bus. Dude, uh, the, the Niners. Good for the Niners organization, by the way. They're they're flying them out. Higher, the entire organization oh, is going to the school, bro. Wow. All full-time staff and full-time interns. Yes. That's and they all get rings too if they win. So I'm pretty sure cool Jed York will buy them rings. Yeah. yeah. Is that so sorry for the interruption. I don't know this answer. Mm-hmm. So do different teams as far as like if you win the Super Bowl, <laughs> does it depend on the organization if everybody gets a ring? I'm talking like the janitors, the staff. It, it does depend on wow. Okay. If you, so, go, if you go that deep, yes. There's a set amount of rings that they give out to the regular staff. But if you're getting in like super deep, then it's up to the organization. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And don't 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 feel free or don't you know uh, be afraid to chime in here, Francis. But I'm pretty sure with the Eagles, that ownership group like straight up bought all the rings yep. for all the yep. staff. Yeah, security. Whereas, um, everybody, dude. I I don't think they went as deep as like the concession stand people, but like imagine that. But everyone associated <laughs> that is paid by the Eagles. Yeah, on like, the payroll, payroll, right? On the payroll, yeah. no matter if part time, full time, they got they got a ring. Imagine getting a ring and all you did was throw popcorn in the stands, like scrubbing toilets. That's how they found a new quarterback. Fucking Jalen Hurts ain't doing it. Get that popcorn guy. <laughs> the, the most common thing that that I know that I've heard is that um, the rings get offered to employees, and 
for the most part, they just have to pay the taxes on the face value of the ring. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. So, wow. still expensive, but not as expensive. Yeah, but just to say, I don't know. I, I think that if the Eagles do that and or have been doing that, I think that is like hats off to that organization because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in God knows how long. So I don't know if... And, and Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> but like, I think that's that's necessary, man. I think that's necessary. And I think that's necessary on many levels, like, when you're walking around your big complex and your big stadium and, and this organization that you run mm-hmm. and you should be treating that janitor with the exact same respect that you would treat anybody else because everyone's art matters. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? I so anyhow, hats off to that. That builds culture yes, for sure. Dude. Yeah. That's how yeah, it should man. be. Yeah. Fucking Panthers I, ain't doing that. That's for sure. lateral damage um so i i wanted to bring up hafanga on this um i would be infinitely confident with the slide right here um if we had hafanga on sunday um i think when he when he went out this season and we lost Mm. him for the year that's when the Mm. defensive numbers started to change and Mm. now like for me my biggest concern is the defense um, like that's to me the, the key on Sunday. Like the one word I think of is defense, both for the Chiefs and the Niners. Mm-hmm. Can the Niners' defense step up and contain the Chiefs? Can the Chiefs' defense slow down the Niners' offense? Um, shout out Hufanga though. I wish we had him on Sunday. I think um, I like this Super Bowl. To me, this is a Raisin Brand Super Bowl. I'm kind of bored with it already. But Raisin Brand Crunch or just Raisin Brand like flat out. Crunch gives it flavor. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> Raisin is delicious. Um, no, no, no. I mean, so I like that this Super Bowl, there's not like, this isn't, these aren't super teams going into the Super Bowl. Like we've had a lot this in the 2000s. There's no super teams coming into this. The, the Niners, I guess, would be the super team, but they have a weakness, and their weakness mm-hmm. is their defense. They've been giving up points that maybe they should be having to come from behind a lot lately, right? And the Chiefs are not a super team by – by they're just a really good playoff team. But the Chiefs by far are not – their offense is not what, what it used to be, right? They rely a lot mm-hmm. on their defense. So I like that this is going to be – a non-super team, like a non-crazy good team Super Bowl. Like this whole year has been like that, where it, you, there's not one team that's been like, oh, yeah, they're all fucking bashed. Uh, I mean, we yeah. thought it was the Eagles, but. I um, mean, as evidenced by my pick every week of who the best team in the NFL was, it uh, constantly changed. It did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. 49ers practice facility. They, I, yeah, they had that? the shittiest practice conditions, apparently. So, But I feel like that's just giving more fuel to 49ers to fucking whoop on the Chiefs' asses. So, um, I, I'm Maybe. personally going for the Niners just because if Broncos the heritage fans, there. If you talk to the Chiefs fans, they're obviously 49ers or 40 whiners in full effect complaining about this. Um, but So what happened was the Chiefs were granted use of the Raiders facilities mm-hmm. and the Raiders facilities are indoors 
um, and like super nice, brand new state mm. of the art. And the Niners got stuck with UNLV. UNLV, that's right. Yeah, and UNLV oh, outdoors. outdoors with turf. And so to simula- simulate what kind of field condition they were going to be using for the Super Bowl and what they're used to practicing on, the NFL tried to put real grass on top of the turf. <laughs> try and simulate like having a better field and avoid because like, I guess it was comparable to MetLife and like how that happens. And if you know anything about the Niners passed over at MetLife, like they lost Nick Bosa first game of the season one year, they lost. Um, I want to say most of the years they lost them early on too in that game. Yeah. Um, so they, they tried to improve the field conditions and it made it spongy and it was just unsatisfactory. Um, so first day, you know, you got these leaks about how the Niners were pissed at how the field conditions were. And there's some sort of measurement that they can, you know, quantify how good a field is. And it was like in the low 40s when it's supposed to be in like the 70s to be like. I think that's crazy that the Chiefs were granted access when the San Francisco's the number one seed. Uh, it's because the AFC is the home team. Yeah, AFC West. Because mm-hmm. they're in the AFC stadium. Uh, I see. That should be included, like, in a pre-coin toss. I don't think that should be up to... I mean, I get it. And speaking of coin tosses... Speaking of coin tosses... So, here's kind of a a fun little graphic here on if the team wins the coin toss, do they win the Super Bowl? And history says no. Uh, Looks like it's only happened twice in the last, what, 10 years? Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, happened last year. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Then you got. I wonder. The, uh, I wonder if that would go deeper. Sorry to interrupt. I wonder if that would go deeper if if you were to whoever wins the coin toss and then whether you decide to defer defer or not. I wonder mm-hmm. if that has like a secondary. Mm. I don't know. That'd be yeah. Anyhow. That'd be a cool that, one to look into. That could be true. I don't know how many of these teams that won the toss got like opted for the ball first. I think. I would say most of them probably deferred. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I agree. Hmm. I, I, I would say that, I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but I I, I would say that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's, that's probably a better indicator, Chef, is, is yeah, they won the toss, but what do they do with the the toss? Like, mm-hmm. yep. with their selection, What that's more of an indicator. That's good. I like that. Yeah. My, so luck, like... my luck, though, they all win the coin toss. Like everyone that's ever won the coin toss, they always defer. I feel like that's <laughs> that, I feel like that's like the no brainer. Like, no, nah, we're good. We're gonna kick it off. So, some 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 Niner fans are speculating that if they win the toss, they should receive because they've had slow starts these two playoff games. And I'm like, well, they've won these last two playoff games, so let's they, just. They, uh, they, let's... Steelers, um, the Steelers started doing that this year because uh, that lately they've been they um, they just have not been scoring to start the game. Yeah. So the second half of the season they've been receiving so that they can start off strong. Yeah. Um, Try to gain that rhythm offensively right off the gate, which is very smart, especially yeah. for the Niners if they can get on that rhythm quick. Yeah. But you got you also got that game. I mean, the Packer game, dude. The Packers came through. They scored on their first drive. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was at, over at my mom's house, the the atmosphere was fucking absolute mayhem. <laughs> okay, mayhem. And I'm just like, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Like they're gonna come back. And I'm just like, fucking, please come back. Please come back. <laughs> and they came back, dude. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they do need instead of coming out. You know, running out of the starting gates, maybe they do need to get their 
a little bite in the ass or two to kick everyone up. And you can't do that with the Chiefs. Okay, yeah, you see, that's what we're talking about. You can't try to do stuff that you're not used to doing. It's different with teams. It was different because the Packers, um, that Packers team, and the Lions have no playoff experience, so it was a little bit different. They're that's they're. Funny. They, they are also just uncomfortable being there, period. You can't do that with the Chiefs. If you give the Chiefs room, they're going to keep it because they're smart. Andy Reid is smart. Patrick Mahomes has been here four times. He's smart. Yeah. That's, true. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, I see that now. I see that. It's funny how like everyone looks at the different angles of like curses and who's winning we had the here's a coin toss and then here's the the super bowl logo colors and um you know everyone just likes to play into the whole script idea am i right my favorite quote that i've heard about stuff like this is like i'm not superstitious but i might be a little stitious Um, (laughs) yeah yeah. that's that's the best i think that's shout out to what is that michael scott yes it's michael um I was like, that sums me up perfectly because I, I I do kind of believe in jinxes a little bit. I do kind of believe in certain things here or there, but I'm like, it's not like I'm not going to not step on cracks when I walk outside, you know, on the sidewalk. Like, right, that is what it is. Not gonna <laughs> not gonna shake no pepper over your shoulder or walk through some some ladders. But I think at the yeah. end of the day, though, at the end of the day, I think like for me at least, I think it's fun to look. And I think most of you would agree. Like I like to look into this type of stuff. We like to look into this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it comes to the Super Bowl, I mean, at the end of the day, me personally, I want to see a fucking dogfight. Yeah. I yeah. want to see a good game. I want to be entertained. This is entertainment at its finest. Yeah. And so. It's no some down the wire shit. Give it down the wire, man. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, the last it's Super Bowl were really good. So, I'm, so there's I only three blowouts on here. Yeah, yeah, there's I think only three the blowouts. Tampa, Tampa Bay, Broncos, Seahawks. Yeah, Broncos, Seahawks was a blowout. Broncos, yeah. Panthers was a blowout. And Patriots, Rams was like not really a blowout, but it was just fucking boring. It was like ten to three. It was boring. Sixteen yeah. points total. Yeah. Hey, I have to say real quick. So right after that Super Bowl, when I worked at the winery that I worked worked at, um, Jared Goff ended up coming in with his family. Oh damn! And we had a pool. And we had a little cafe outside serving like cafe food. And then we had a full blown restaurant inside the house. Well, mm-hmm. Jared Goff and his family were by, they were poolside. So they were ordering food. Well, at the time, I was kind of floating, or I was like a floating manager. So I was just kind of floating around. And as much as, anyhow, long story short, I went into the little small cafe into the kitchen. And the first thing that I heard, everyone was laughing. Because he ordered something that came with French fries, and they wanted to. The cooks were joking around, knowing they would get fired if they did this, but they were going to lay only three French fries on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little reminder. And, uh, that they only yeah, obviously, obviously, people value their jobs, and that never happened. But I actually walked Jared Goff and his wife and his family, or no, his wife and his mom down. And this dude is so fucking tall. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not a very tall dude, but I when you see him on on like uh, on television, they're all so big. It's like watching people from the NBA. They all look kind of normal, but then when normal height, but then when you're actually seeing them in person, you're like, holy shit, dude. Mm -hmm. But um, anyhow, yeah, that's a fun little fact. (laughs) 
Yeah, that 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 sounds like a fun way to troll someone, right? I wonder how he would react to that. Um, Here's three fries. Man. Here's three fries, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like that Kobe shit with the 81 olives in that commercial. Yeah. With 81 Rose. olives. Yeah. <laughs> how many olives do you want? 81. Stares at him right <laughs> Just straight. 81. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> just two. He gets it. Super serious. He gets it. Yeah, man. Well, we're going to go ahead and give the next segment off to Francis, our pick specialist. With our, um, He's got a few hey. picks for you guys to follow. So if you guys want more and in on the picks, he goes, he doesn't just do football. He does everything, baby. Go get on our Patreon so you can subscribe and get access to Francis's picks. All right. I'm yeah. going to start off with these picks. Um, no, two picks that are going to be straight bets. I'm going to do... I'm gonna do more props this 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 Super Bowl because I want to have more okay. fun with it. I've learned to not bet against Patrick Mahomes, especially after last year's uh, Super Bowl. So I'm just gonna let it ride and just play some prop picks. So the first one is uh, Kansas City over one and a half field goals, and also San Francisco to score over one and a half field goals. I feel like both defenses are solid enough that they're gonna force the them to kick at least two field goals so that's a safe bet for me i think that's gonna hit um i forget the odds on that i believe san francisco is like 120 minus 120 and kansas city is like minus 150 so safe bets i think what was that it constitutes a half field goal it's nothing the the book doesn't want to uh break even if they if they only do one field goal because that's a push so that's why they have to put that point half, the ah. one point five. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's yeah. It's about the your more fuckery. you know. Yeah, the more you know. Um, but yeah, let's go down to my prop parlay that I have on down on the ticker down here. So Hell I'll start yeah. off. Um, Chris Jones, one sack. Nick Bosa, one sack. Christian McCaffrey over sixteen and a half carries. Oh, I don't know about that one. I got Kelsey anytime touchdown. I got Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown. I got Pacheco anytime touchdown. I got Rasheed Rice under six and a half catches. I don't think Rasheed Rice is going to do that well. But then to my next pick, I got Kelsey over six and a half catches. I think he's a star. He's going to go for a lot of catches. Debo's line was so low, over four and a half catches. I got to take that. But he's going to get... At least five catches, and that gets you plus eighty nine hundred odds. Damn! My, so if you put a hundred bucks, that will win you eight eight thousand nine hundred dollars. So this is find, this, oh, this is a prop parlay. This is a yes. prop parlay. Yeah. So oh. all these props have to hit. Yep. Um, I'm not picking. I I my heart wants San Francisco to win, but I am not putting my money on that because. <laughs> Even in the books, I mean, the books are 50 50, so this is a complete coin toss. You just, this is kind of the sign for me to stay away um, from that. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the prop parlay. Uh, I'm pretty much betting that this is going to be a great game for everyone, with the exception of Rasheed Rice. I want to see a lot of action. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's pretty much my picks, and thank you all for tuning in this season. We've had we had our peaks and our valleys, but that's that's gambling. So let's yeah. get this. Let's 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 uh, hope y'all ride with me on the Super Bowl. Cheers to that! Yeah, yeah yes, sir. Um, oh yeah. So before we uh, move on to our Super Bowl 
picks, let's go ahead and go to our favorite section, which is called the quick hitters. We have our final tally count, and Naro is going to run us through that. I mean, um, Kyle had some just fun pick with us last time, but, you know, it it was all for fun. Uh, But I know Naro has the final tally, so let's let's get into that real quick, and then we can hit some Super Bowl picks and our Taylor Swift rant. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, um, if you guys haven't been here the whole time, um, you guys pretty much know how this works. It's pretty much anybody on the show, and if um, you haven't made it in that episode, if you had the time to put in your picks, you'd qualify for your picks that, that week. We started on week three, so we were a couple of weeks behind, um, and a couple of people didn't have full-time picks in here. Um, unfortunately, I had full-time picks, and I still lost. Um, so, <laughs> as an overall score, not counting whoever wins the Super Bowl, we actually tallied it up to start the playoffs. Jermaine had seven wins. I had six wins to start the playoffs. We had Zach. Playoffs. Playoffs. We had Zach at three and Francis at three. They were tied to start the playoffs. Okay. Okay. This is how the playoffs went. Zach didn't miss a damn thing. That's right. Zach didn't miss a damn thing. Right. Well, time machine. We we're using a brazen head. Ah, hey. <laughs> so we finished out at the end. It finished out with um, with Jermaine at eleven. I had ten, and Zach squeezed it out and pulled in with twelve because playoff yeah. Wins, no. yeah, playoff wins counted as two. So let's go. Max snuck up there. As an overall on average, myself and Jermaine were the top guys, uh, but Zach definitely had some clutch wins at the end, man. Good for you. Solid, sir. So Zach oh, had yeah. some, uh, Zach won last week. So um, Zach had two last week. Myself and Proper had one. Um, <laughs> God. Oh, sorry, huh? <laughs> what a way to end this season. God damn it. Zach always just... <laughs> What about it? Like, but what that being said, Francis is buy a round, round. Yes, you are. Yeah, you do. Francis buy the first round, but don't worry, I got the second round. There you go. There you go. Uh, I got a round when I get out there. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get out there. I got a couple rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you fly, we gotta definitely link up. But there you guys have it. Does was a score, fucking Zach, please, and win. Like as if the Niners aren't gonna win, he has to win the fucking quick hitters too. God damn it! Hey, but we're we're playing Super Bowl, right? Like Super Bowl counts. Yeah, how do you guys want to do that? Uh, let's discuss this. I was want to do two points. Do you want to do three points? Do you want to do four points? Do you want to do just straight zero? What's up? Five. What least? Uh, five. Uh, Chance, you guys five. got this. Let's make it twelve. Justin, gonna... Justin <laughs> Francis has a shot to win. Yeah, I was going to say, let's, let's, let's give Francis a bone here. All right, all right. You know what? 15. Make it 15. 15. 15, 15 points. 15 that, points for the Super Bowl. Patty Mahomes right there. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, give me, hey, yo, make it 13 points. Oh. 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 Francis, oh, you're dirty. <laughs> dirty. You got to shake it off, baby. But you want five? What's up? Winner take all? Let's, let's, let's just pick. Uh, How many points, guys? Let's decide right now. Hey, when, I'm done for winner take all. Shit. <laughs> I mean, now that I'm in the lead, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I think three points could work uh, because the people who are involved in action are you, myself, 
or both of you two and myself, right? And you're two behind me, Nara? I'm two behind you. Yeah. We get two points for each game for the playoffs, three for the Super Bowl, and that would at least give me yeah. a shot if I have a different pick from you guys. Hmm. So do I have to pick first? Yes, you have to pick first. You're always first. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm not the best team have- in the league, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, just pick the Chiefs, Zach. Just, just pick the Chiefs. So don't jinx it. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, boy, boy. This is a very that around. I'm, and then- I'm starting to sweat a little bit, guys. I got to say, this is uh, – which way do I go here? Um, You know what? I'm picking Niners. Bang, yeah, bang, 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 that's, um, where, that's where I was thinking. Yeah, where are you going, man? What do you want? Hey, I'm going Switzerland, man. I know, I know. This is like the second time that I've been on on this sports series, but um, who do I want to win? I want the Niners to win. Um, but as far as your guys's vote on points and whatnot, Switzerland. Switzerland. Right. <laughs> Here's how I'm making my vote. Okay? Yep. I'm making my vote on who I actually think will win the Super Bowl. Okay. I really think that Kansas City is going to win, and I only think that because I think that there's a hand in the pot somewhere. Mm. Let's go, right. Naro. So I really, I really, truly believe that Kansas City is going to win this Super Bowl. So my pick is Kansas City. All right, a little I, Mel Kiper over here. Okay, who I really <laughs> want to win, and who I think deserves to win is the Niners. But I think that Kansas City has their hand in the pot somewhere. I think it's good for business that Kansas City wins. Just like it's good for business that Taylor Swift is there. You're going to make more money if Taylor Swift wins, if Taylor Swift's team wins. My pick Can I ask is- you guys something? I hate Kansas City, but my pick is Kansas City. Do you guys think for business and NFL purposes mm. that it is a lot more advantageous for them, for the Chiefs to win or lose? Because, before you answer that, I think that if the Chiefs lose, I honestly don't think that that relationship is a facade. I think she will still be there, and I think there will be more desire for her to come back next year and keep following along with Travis and the Chiefs, and she'll still be around more and more. If they win, then, like, damn, she already got to the mountaintop. Cool, I'm going to go do more tours. I'm going to do this. I won't be around as much. You know why why I disagree? Because if the the Chiefs lose, she's got a new song to make. (laughs) <laughs> well yeah probably so my the way i see this is that if the chiefs lose yes zach you make a really good point but i think they're trying to make the chiefs the new patriots mm. they're already a new patriots to be honest i know yeah well this will seal it i know that the patriots had lost a bunch but the fact that Tom Brady has more Super Bowls than any organization proves that Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady. I think 
it's more it makes more sense for Mahomes to win this one, get a two peak. I'm coining that by the way. Mm. Get a two peak <laughs> and lose next year in the Super Bowl. Makes my head hurt. All right, so here's a couple of things that I didn't want to bring up, but I have to bring it up because it's, we're talking. Okay. Chiefs Chiefs won the Super Bowl against the Niners. Uh huh. Went to the Super Bowl the next year, lost to the uh, Bucks, and then lost in the AS Championship game. Yep. Now they won the Super Bowl. I think the cycle's repeating itself. Won the Super Bowl last year. Now they're back in the Super Bowl, and the cycle could go again where they lose, and then next year they don't make the Super Bowl. Now. Obviously, that's, that's part of my stitiousness. Um, <laughs> that's a little stitious. That's a little. That's a little stitious. That's a little. Yeah, a little stitious. I'm a little stitious. But hey, that you brought up something. Name, little stitious. Little stitious. <laughs> oh, little stitious. Put them on stitches. Hey, Naro, you mentioned something really important though. Um, Tom Brady has more rings than any franchise in football, right? Wow. There are three teams that have have or two teams that have six, and one has five. No, there's four. Have, there's there's two who have five. Two have five, two have six. One of those teams is in the Super Bowl this year. Yep. Which can put him at six. And then that means Brady has what? Seven? Brady has seven. The Steelers and Patriots have six. Thirteen. Would be six. So the Niners, the Niners <laughs> got to win to get to six. six. And then they can get to seven next year. And then eight, and they beat Tom Brady. Yeah, but the Steelers can do they're also we know the fans do it. There's no story with the Steelers though. With the with the Niners, you have Mr. Irrelevant. Like, oh. how awesome would that story be? Mr. Irrelevant gets a ring. Right. That's that's pretty it's not awesome as fun as Taylor Swift, obviously, but yeah. I, mean, yeah, you know, I think they want to keep it's pretty good. What I think is they, pretty good. They, <laughs> it makes more sense for them to focus on a player rather than team. I think that they're focusing on Patrick Mahomes right now mm-hmm. rather than focusing on the Chiefs in Central because, God forbid, Patrick Mahomes is the same shit that no one thought Brady was going to do mm-hmm. 10 years down the line and does a switch up and wins. A, like, it's it's possible. He's got that. He's already almost at that level. There are so many people who are already putting Patrick Mahomes as the GOAT level, bro. They're already talking about him at some point being able to compete with Tom Brady as the GOAT. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that they found their new player to push because before Brady, it was Montana. For Montana, it was, you know, there was always somebody who had that help. Yeah, before Brady Favre, Aikman, get that. Montana. Brady. You know, I, I just want to bring. I I like how um, Pat Mahomes was, and they were like, "Hey, can you do your best Kermit the Frog impression?" Oh yeah, I'm, right I'm going to talk right now. That's it. That's <laughs> I'm yeah. He just said it. He just said get to it. It was great. He's like, uh, oh, that funny was- stuff. But hey, you know, speaking of all these conspiracies, maybe Kyle can start a segment for us called Sunday Night Football Secret Society Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. You know what? Hey, I'm flattered, but I will say that between everyone in this room already went over and covered. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, you guys slayed it with that, man. You slayed it with that. You said you didn't want to get involved with conspiracies. Yeah, I, you've not seen these. These episodes have every week we've talked about at least one conspiracy. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I, I'm I honestly like like. You know, 
everything I got going on over on my side, like super busy. So I haven't like, I don't, I don't have a chance to listen to as many shows as I would like to, Mm -hmm. but the two times that I have been on, no, and it's been a lot fucking awesome. But like when I originally came into this, especially tonight, I'm like, oh man, because I've been listening to like all day, you know, different podcasts and conspiracy theories regarding the Super Bowl. But I was <laughs> like, I don't want because you guys. The thing is, is that you guys slay it, dude. This is a fucking dope show, and I am super excited and stoked and blessed to be able to be a part of this show. And I'm looking forward to next year to where I can be more present. Mm-hmm. Like get started in the in the in in uh, Hell Week, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but no, man, you guys you guys killed it, man. There's a lot of crazy things going on. There's a lot of crazy conspiracies, odd, you know, coincidence coincidences, if you will. Mm-hmm. But um, I I go back to what I'm saying or what I was saying that I just I want to see a badass Super Bowl game. Um, I want to see a dog fight. I'm hoping it's not like a, a you know a 13 or 15 and three. Oh yeah, um, mm. you know, like we've seen in the past. And I will touch on this though: is what I noticed last year during the Super Bowl during the commercials. There was a YouTube commercial, and they were featuring the dome in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> and I believe this was either right after or right before there was like the the ufos or the aliens that fell out of the sky in vegas but if you and this is a challenge for the listeners and for anyone else that's not familiar with this but if you go back and if you youtube last year's super bowl you two the sphere and if you just watch it and start pausing through random scenes there's a scene where a gal's in the room and if you pause it and you look at the pictures on the wall and read them, there's some wild shit. So, and and then again, after that, like, whether you call it Project Blue Beam or we're being invaded by aliens, there's a mothership in the sky, however you want to look at it. I feel like it's kind of foretelling. Oh, there we go. See, our producers got it, man. Let's do straight. I don't piece, remember dude. this commercial. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This is perfect. This is it. Did so I get neuralized? Last year's Super Bowl. This is it. Yeah. I remember that commercial, but I don't remember. You guess so? I didn't I realize what it was. I didn't, I remember it's, it, but I didn't realize what it was. It's wild, man, and and that's what I'm most excited about. Is to be quite honest with you, is the commercials mm, because kind of and you can look at do? that. Yeah, well, you can look at it a couple different ways. Like, you're either participating in this gigantic, like, satanic ritual that's harvesting everyone's energy, right? Mm-hmm. I tend yeah. to not go that far, to be honest with you. Like, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not on that level. That's pretty but intense, dude. It is very intense. But, yeah. I mean, you look at the Grammys, and you, you got to look at it in this point of view, too. Like, Superb Owl. <laughs> oh my god uh, <laughs> li- okay okay i touché, love that touché. Oh, that's but good. when you look at like the most watched events in the mm-hmm. entire united states or mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if it goes past that throughout the world but this the super bowl is number one mm-hmm. and yeah. i think the last time i checked i think it was last week i want to say it was like seven million dollars for a 30 second ad Damn. So, if you think the powers that be are not going to take 
advantage of that 30 seconds that they mm-hmm. just dropped $7 million on, which $7 million is obviously, it's not that much money for these, these big dogs. But if you don't think that there's some type of message that they're putting out to you, like, yeah. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to judge and be like, You're, y'all are fucking retarded. I'm not going to do that. But I'm just saying, like, open up because there's some crazy shit. You had the Grammys, right? You had that one gal at the Grammys. There we go. Good morning. Taylor Swift is not a psyop. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift is not a psyop. 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 I'm about to go crazy right now. I'm about to throw my computer out the fucking window. A coincidence? Coincidence or I don't know. Maybe. That's the um, that's the the COVID commercial or something. That's that the, was no that you're no no Naro, you're right, you're right. But they did the same shit with with the whole fucking pandemic. But they've done the same shit with all the <laughs> other big psyops. Put that slide up. Done it. What slide? I have a slide speaking oh, okay, on this okay. kind of my. This is my contributions to the conspiracy. Oh yeah, I, I love it. it. I love it. We're getting in there. Lil yeah. Stitch is going off. He's no, gonna become superstitious. <laughs> you get a little bit bigger stitches, huh? That one. You're like medium stitches now. Look at look at this one. Chiefs Niners Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson MVP confirmed tonight. Ravens won the North. Texans won the South. Same amount of wins. Chiefs won the West. Chargers were last. Washington was last, same amount of losses. Panthers won the South. Niners won the West. Cardinals were last place in the NFC West. Chiefs are the home team. Niners are the one seed. Billy Eilish won Song of the Year. <laughs> Preseason odds the same. Niners beat the Packers in the playoffs. All the hockey shit, basketball shit. College football playoff. Michigan was a one seed. Undefeated teams were in the play in the in the in the playoffs, played against each other, I think. Damn, that's crazy. Crazy. we're in a fucking loop, everyone. Blowout. So, that being said, the only difference is Niners win. We're Let's good. go. We're we're breaking out of the cycle, boys. Come on, that's why we're going Niners for the 49ers. Break out of this cycle. It's up to Get Brock Brady to yeah, come on, Brock. The fucking higher up. Defeat. They have this planned. Brock used Onyx. <laughs> the irrelevant beat. Let's go. <laughs> If the Niners win, though, um, Zach, then yeah. you know Brock Purdy might die of it in a car accident or something. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. come on, dude. Oh my god. I don't know, man, because he's breaking the cycle. He's gonna oh, be man. like, he might be getting no. scripted. He's like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna go off. I'm Mr. Irrelevant, and then they whack him. They whack him. And he's really Mr. Francis. Irrelevant now because no, 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 you wasn't irrelevant this time. No, no, no. What's going to end up happening is that Kelsey's going to propose to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is going to snub his ass, and then you give it like six or seven months, and then her and Brock Purdy are going to start a family. I don't know. That's just me talking shit, dude. That's and then Brock Purdy's got the Kelsey fade. I'm telling, <laughs> I'm telling you guys right now. Everything. I'm telling you right now. Taylor and Travis is a legitimate love story. It's a relationship. It's a long term thing. Yeah. And if you guys want to hear more about that, you can join the cave 
and listen to the new Real. segment called Feel the Burns Connections. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's no longer little stitches guy. He's burning little... love. Feel the burn in love. There you Feel go. Feel the burn in love. A little dating segment. 100, 110 million people are supposed to watch this show, and for the first time ever, you got some um, companies that are female targeted that are buying ad space. Yeah. So they're you like, could expect no to see us. You could expect yep. to see a crazy Stanley commercial for the Stanley Cups. <laughs> I'm, trying to find the, I'm trying to find the exact companies, but um, yeah, Stanley Duck Plump, Duck Plump lip gloss for L'Oreal. Oh. What the First fuck? time the brand's ever advertised in the Super Bowl before. Pfizer's going to um, be one. Oh, Pfizer. Cosmetics. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Really? I saw this today, and I kind of, I, hey. Hey, good for like, back in my head. Money. Listen, I get it. I get it. It brings more. <laughs> I get it, man. Listen, Go off, Naro. I fucking hate this. This is like this is like his his like Bernie Mac moment from uh, Don't Be a Menace. It's funny, like how everyone hates Taylor Swift. Like she did something personal to us. We're just fucking sick of her shit, and everyone fucking. Just, I hate Taylor Swift. Crazy part, up with her. Not even Taylor Swift at this point. I mean, she's a little annoying. Her like breakup. Actually, she always does. But it's not even Taylor Swift at this point. It's just more of the media forcing us to fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Forty seconds, guys. Okay. No, I get Forty it. seconds. That's not forcing. Oh man. How many Whoa. other people had the same amount of time as she did? <laughs> Forty seconds of the game. <laughs> that's 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 in between a play, dude. Oh man. Oh my god. Well, I'm glad we were able to touch on some conspiracy stuff. Give a little, give Kyle a little segment to where he can get it. But you know, we're we're about that time where we could. This is our longest football episode, and it's it's right because it's our last one for the season. But. Before we start wrapping it up, I know we wanted to talk about some Taylor Swift stuff that Naro wanted to keep for later. So, Naro, go ahead, go off on it. Let's let's hear it before we oh, wrap God. this up for the. Oh man, because I'm just gonna beat the. I can't stand her. Listen, okay, so this is a rant. <laughs> here's my thing, right? Here's my thing. They're obviously this is this is obviously obviously is a money grab. Okay, she's got the same <laughs> amount of money. She's got the same amount of followers that that the NFL has. That's how many that's how many people are obsessed with her, right? She is I personally believe, I'm sure you guys have seen it work conspiracy comedy podcast. Um so <laughs> I'm sure Taylor Swift's got some mm, stuff going on somewhere. I pers- I believe that, okay? Um I believe that the way that this has been brought up, look at ta- look at Ka- look at Kelsey's past relationships the the five to ten, i think it was like eight past relationships not a single one was a white bread girl with blonde hair who sings country songs they mm-hmm. were all had some delicious chocolate mm-hmm. with a little bit of something <laughs> on it. this is polar opposite I'm, okay this is polar opposite okay these white chocolate man it's not <laughs> Close to Kelsey's type. Okay? He invented a fade. <laughs> Kelsey is backed by <laughs> Pfizer. Okay. Taylor Swift is the most popular person in the freaking world and the NFL. You have three of the biggest things in the world coming together 
You get you're you're gonna see her and tell me that Kelsey's not gonna have a Pfizer commercial during the Super Bowl. I'll wait. That's a that's a prop bet. I'm willing to take Naro. I'm gonna take that prop bet. Francis, I'll holler at you after the show. Look, oh yeah, listen, man. I gotta take a book if they got that one. Zach, <laughs> if 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 this isn't a fake relationship, a motherfucker started off as one. I'll tell you that is right now. It definitely started off as a fake relationship. That's what made me think that it wasn't a fake relationship was because of how supposedly it started and how like they were talking last season, but it wasn't publicized. And then she's supposedly, and I'm going to stand on this. She's supposedly an Eagles fan and she ghosted him during that time because they're playing each other. That's real shit, dude. Yeah, we're standing on business. I, Hey, <laughs> Standing on business. <laughs> My son taught me that. Shout out, Dom. <laughs> Love that, bro. Listen, I just, uh, I don't, I'm, I don't think that it, it's good for the NFL in the way that it's just a money grab. There's a lot of fans that are getting involved now that should not be involved with the NFL. Now, I understand, Zach, what you were talking about earlier. There's a lot of people who are getting involved now that it's good because there's exposure. It's good for the NFL. A lot of these people are actually learning the NFL. They're learning the game. They're learning football. And it draws a future towards the NFL. That's awesome. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's really good. But that's like a handful of people. You know how many – People have been ridiculous over the amount of crap that she, it's just her. It's just her and Kelsey. They don't know anything else. I don't know. I don't know this. When's Taylor coming on? <laughs> like that. That's the part. That's the stuff that it, that irritates me, man. Like it's not. It has nothing to do. This is a huge celebrity that they're forcing down the throats of football fans. Football fans. Not some of them might not necessarily hate Taylor Swift, but why are you? Why this isn't about football anymore? It's not about football anymore. This should be about football. This is about a celebrity relationship that they're forcing into the league. Mm-hmm. This is not about football. They didn't do it with Sierra and Russ. They they talked about it. It's because they're black. But. it's entertainment it's entertainment they didn't do it with romo and and jessica simpson they talked about it but they didn't force it down our throats because they're white (laughs) (laughs) jessica simpson it's even it's even was was massive people forget how big that was that That dominated everything they didn't force it down our throats chicken of the sea they did no, they they did. Did. it was the they same did. game plan. Yes, they did, dude, oh, because he was the quarterback of the Cowboys. This is well, what because she's the most followed person on earth. My, that's my Jessica fault. Jessica Simpson? That's oh, no, not her about. fault? It's <laughs> not Travis's fault either. Dude, They're all paid followers. <laughs> all paid by Soros. Hey, I, I just recently <laughs> found a bunch of bots following me on Twitter. I'm fucking mad, so I get it. So some of those are bots. <laughs> She's famous in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> like my cousin with his five million followers, and they're all from Pakistan. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> all his likes are coming in at two so, in the morning. Na- Nansen, Nansen, and Roma are calling this game. Guarantee you, Roma's going to be <laughs> having a ball with oh not only the football shit, but the pop culture stuff that he does. I'm excited oh, to hear Romo, the commentary. I, 
I'll tell you what, I couldn't stand Romo while he was in the league, but I think he's a great commentator and he's funny, man. Dude, he's, he's a great commentator. Yeah, he's, hey, man. he's hella funny. Look at that. God. That is like... right there. You know why? That's not. Are you re- That's ridiculous. Hey, that's influence, baby. Damn. White <sighs> hey, juice. Don't hate the player, <laughs> hate the game, dude. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to sit here and. and bash love when i really believe it's real sorry <laughs> it's love dude okay i love love i want flavor. people to love each other we're and gonna have guys... a segment on the cave now like mad tv's lowered expectations <laughs> <laughs> if this is real this is like greece where it's like the ghetto white boy and the preppy white girl hey. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Are we oh, calling him yeah. Ghetto because he's got the fade because he invented he's it? Uh, that ended. Him ghetto White Boy. Nah, I'm right off in a flying car, car, baby. No. Well, man. Well, I had a lot of fun with you guys today. I'm glad we had a long episode tonight. Um, yeah, I think this was very well needed, so we're just gonna go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Oh, there we go, Drake. <laughs> oh, drink, drink the snake. Big snake moan. <laughs> Drink the snake, Robert. <laughs> hey, real, real talk, fellas. He wasn't lying when he said this long dick n word ain't for the long talking now. Peace. <laughs> oh hey, I appreciate you guys, and um, I'm super pumped. Obviously, for Sunday, uh, Niners are in another Super Bowl. Uh, they haven't closed the deal on the last ones. I think this is the best team that they've had in a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I hope. You know, Shanahan can get the monkey off his back. He's done it the last two weeks. Still Shanny. I hope this is another another one where we we can we can get over the hill with Shanahan. Mr. Relevant carries us. And uh, you know, we take a little hit to that Chiefs dynasty and and prevent it from getting out of control here. So yes, but sir. appreciate you guys. Love this appreciate shit. Appreciate you guys. Right. But before we go, I just want to say that to wrap everybody. Thank you for tuning in to our final football installment for the season. And if you guys want to continue the discussion or stay connected with us, please visit our Patreon so you can subscribe and get access to our exclusive Discord, only available to our Patreon subscribers. So you can get there on patreon.com slash K4V3. And you can connect with the sports crew. We talk about everything. We kind of gave you a little hint of everything. We got some conspiracies for you from Kyle. And we kind of dove in there. And um, Taylor Swift, yeah, she is a conspiracy herself, right? And another special shout out to our sponsor at safelightcandle.com. Please visit them for all your LED lighting needs at all affordable prices. Can't beat them. Um, And so after that, I guess we're just going to have to see what else sports segments we got for you guys. Stay tuned. I am your host proper along with legit Naro, Francis, Chef, and Feel the Burn signing off for the season. We'll see you guys next season. Stay tuned. We got other stuff coming for you. This is in the end. Bang, bang, bang. So now it's time for so long. We'll sing just one more song. No bad blood.